This is Movies First with Alex First. Jean left his family and his birthplace of Burgundy in east-central France ten years ago. It was in the picturesque vineyards that his father and his father before him produced high-quality wine. The eldest of three siblings, Jean was constantly fighting with his dad and couldn't take it anymore, so he set off to tour the world. All these years later, learning of his father's imminent death, he returns to his childhood home. There he reunites with his sister, Juliet, and his younger brother, Jeremy, with whom he hadn't kept in contact. He even failed to attend his mother's funeral five years earlier, for reasons that will become clear if you see the film. Now he has a lot going on in his life, which in recent times has been centred in Australia. There are no shortage of skeletons in his closet. The trio's father passes away just before the harvest begins. They inherit the family home and the vineyards, worth $6 million, but the inheritance tax is $500,000, which they don't have, so they're left with a very tough decision. That'll involve divesting themselves of the whole box and dice, or selling off part of the inventory and a few choice vineyards, but only if all three agree. So, it's all or nothing, and each of the siblings faces issues. The youngest, 24-year-old Jeremy, who's married with a young child, is at first most resentful of Jean. Jeremy lives on a property next door to the family's estate. He and his wife are being smothered by his wife's parents' domineering ways, particularly her father's, and he fails to stand up to him. Juliet is the heir apparent, inasmuch as her now-deceased father had been preparing her to take more responsibility. But she struggles to assert her authority and believe in herself. She even locks horns with a strong-willed fruit picker, out for what he regards as some harmless fun. And then, of course, there's Jean, around whom most of the story is centred. He has very mixed feelings about being back, and his head is often in the Southern Hemisphere. Over the course of a year, in sync with the rhythms of the seasons, the three young adults rediscover and reinvent their familial bonds, maturing along with the wine they're making. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. With a gorgeous look and feel, it'd be difficult not to fall in love with a setting for Back to Burgundy. This is a picture postcard if ever there was one. Further, the care paid in the film by the central players to turning out the very best wines is intoxicating, if you pardon the pun, in and of itself. The attention to detail, so lovingly captured by the cinematographer, is at times breathtaking. Co-written and directed by Cedric Klapish, it's also easy to become enveloped in the personal challenges faced by the two brothers and their sister, showcasing memories and dreams of their youth interspersed with the present day works and at times is most affecting. I also like the introduction and portrayal of another central player in the second half of the picture. I particularly appreciated the layered performances of the two leads, brother and sister. So the filmmakers play on and win our sympathies, even if it's apparent, as is the case on more than the odd occasion, that they're manipulating the action for maximum effect. And before you add that that's true of all movies, let me suggest I don't notice it at all in the very finest of films. Notwithstanding that remark, though, I was taken and besotted by much of Back to Burgundy, 
although I did feel it was a tad long. It scores a 7.5 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.